Hello and welcome to the Phantom Zone, your one-stop shop for all things nerdy. If you like what you heard today and you want to hear more, you can find us on all your podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. I'm sure there's another one somewhere, but you you know, you're the listeners. You know where you're listening to us because you're listening to us now. And I'm joined by the amazing, fantastic and rejoining us from his... Uh, issues with it shall we say uh toby hello hello tech support has saved me once more yeah thank you, I... technology man <laughs> thank you technology <laughs> but yeah your uh computer exploded is what happened well te- technically it froze to death my house was so cold it was in the office it got so cold that it it it, it died jesus yeah put the heat on man that's what that's <laughs> no no, I, so, I, so I, next don't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Who won't be doing that? Who won't be doing that? I'd have to pay you for that. I have to pay I was about for to that say, our, our energy bill was so big this month, and I was like, horrific, oh my right? God. Horrific. Yeah. Huh, yeah. So bad. And Thanks. it's only going to get worse. Thanks, Bush. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's Peep Show. Come on. Great reference. I know, Fuck I know. you. Bush. Um, and this, we can swear on this one because this is our podcast. Fuck yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, we can do it. But you, unfortunately, due to your, your IT issues, weren't able to join us for yes. our first episode of the year, which was on Blue Eyed Samurai, which I'm sure you've listened to and heard how much we loved it. But I wanted to give you a chance to actually give your thoughts on it because we were excited to hear from you and the fact that you hated it, I'm sure, the dissenting opinion. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> no, I, I thoroughly, I mean, it is well known at this point that I am Mr. Anime Man or Animated Man. I'm an animated man. Yeah, I, he's he... literally animated now, <laughs> listeners. Like, I'm the, just a uh... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know why I went with like the old school sort of yeah. yeah. Damn you! <laughs> I'm carbon dating myself. Um, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought the animation itself was phenomenal. Oh, I thought the story so was great. The characters were brilliant. Her mm. backstory was just heartbreaking and profound. And Jesus, man! And the voice cast was fantastic. Like Kenneth Branagh was a horrific but phenomenal villain. Um, I don't know. I, I can't remember you guys noting it, but one of my favorite scenes was just his like carnal tour de force where he's just going around just having a lot of carnal sex. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, we didn't mention that. He's, yeah, good, he's well both remembered. giving and receiving and receiving <laughs> and giving and just having he's a, a generous man. time. He's yeah. a generous man. Yeah, <laughs> um, sharing all that uh, goodness around Japan. No, it's, it's fantastic. Around. Yeah, it's very good. It's very, it's very fantastic goodness around Japan. Yeah. No, it is great. And I think, you know, something I wanted to ask you specifically about it, um, well, which I don't want to tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to answer. In fact, I'm leaving right now. Um, it's something that leads us on to today's topic as well, I guess it's like Netflix have obviously been releasing a lot of great animation. And yes. Uh, Blue-Eyed Samurai, the animation style for me, really reminded me of the show that I never finished, which was Arcane, which I mentioned in the show. You've never I... finished Arcane? <laughs> oh my god! I'm... Oh no! <laughs> I know, because I've never brought this up, because you told me to watch it so much. <laughs> you were like, it's so good! It's so good! Oh. I still have not watched it. 
um, to be fair, I do that. Anyone who says, "Oh, what's a good, what's a good show on Netflix?" or just a good show in general, like Arcane is always at the top of the list. And it season two is coming out this year, so you've got to watch oh, it awesome. so we can do a recap. Well, I w- I'm going to definitely watch it so we can do it for recaps. But how does Blue Eyed Samurai sit in sort of this Netflix animation sort of like world that we're getting Arcane included with that? Like, do you feel? I guess it Blue Eye Samurai lives up to like Arcane in terms of its quality. Oh, that's tricky. I mean, mm. Ar- Arcane for me was probably it, it came to me. It came to me in a vision. It, it came it, to me in a dream. It, like it, <laughs> it came really when sort of the my I wouldn't say reawakening or resurgence, but I felt like the the animation sort of. Sp- spirit came back alive after this, into... there's so many allegories here. i know I, 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 it came to me in a dream and i'm I've awoken been away for a while so i feel like i have to articulate a little bit fancier but i <laughs> after into the spider-verse came out it yeah it kind of re reawakened those taste buds you know i just mm. all things animations i had nim, 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 nim. Mm-hmm. i just couldn't get enough of it and arcane mm-hmm. was felt like a continuation of that but it had I mean, I never played League of Legends. Yes, I, I wanted to after playing that. the game. Played it. Mm-hmm. I think I could give it a rest. I'm very happy with just watching the show. But I think what they what they did with Arcane was phenomenal. They made like seemingly superfluous characters in a video game, like really deep characters. Mm. I thought the stat- story was phenomenal. The music um, that went alongside it was just outstanding. Um, so I mean, Arcane was very much on the high bar, and Blue Eye Samurai. I just kind of like Arcane. I didn't really; it wasn't really on the radar, mm. and I kind of feel like that's been a lot with the the Netflix shows. It's just gone through like word of mouth because it was hundred percent to sort of jump ahead in terms of what I was actually going to say about Pluto. Is I kind of feel it's the same sort of thing. They're <laughs> you very. Said what we're talking. About. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I mean... it, the episode's called oh my god (laughs) spoilers the titles oh my god we're talking about pluto uh yeah i i just like the whole animation side of things i feel like um scott pilgrim had a little bit more fanfare because i guess there was a high caliber because of the the hype yeah yeah Yeah. but most of the shows that they've put on there have kind of just been under the radar and you pick them up and then it's word of mouth that kind of really generates the buzz around them and i feel like these two shows in particular because they came out within what a, a week or so of each other pluto yeah, came out first the blue, Sam- blue eyed samurai <laughs> blue assed samurai is a different show <laughs> um, like they they kind of came... <laughs> you're on <all> history <laughs> <laughs> they, they came out at very similar time frames and i think yeah. that was a good idea because the very nature of Netflix shows is very much binge worthy shows. You know, see the, the whole nature of consuming those products is about binging the show. So why not get the getting while the getting's good is getting one great piece of animated uh, program mm. out there that whets the appetite and then continue it the week later with another show of a similar or equal yeah. caliber. Um, Mm. very different stylistic choices and very, very different. Sort of different undertones but both very dark very serious mm-hmm. subject matters um, well i have to agree and i think we mentioned it on the last podcast like i found it really weird that netflix just doesn't suggest these things really like and i i, I like you i'm a big animator i'm an animated man too i'm a big animated man you know we're just stick figures on a screen right now 
And like, I love animated features. I love animated series. It's probably what I spend most of the time watching. Yeah. And um, I, I don't even remember why I watch Pluto now. So yeah, listeners, we're talking about Pluto today. God, we're really good about <laughs> Oh my God, we're, we're talking just... about Pluto. <laughs> oh my God, we're talking about Pluto. That should have been the actual show's name. Yeah. I would have loved that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, show on Netflix, animated. We'll go into the synopsis in a moment, but... I don't know what drew me to watching Pluto, but afterwards it came up with, oh, if you like this, you'll probably enjoy this. And it yeah. came up with Blue-Eyed Samurai. But neither of those were on like our what things to watch or advertised. And I do think things like... Um, uh, I do think things like Scott Pilgrim were because of the film, the cast. Yeah. But even that, I didn't feel like... Some of the crap that really gets pushed on Netflix, I'm like, just push the animated stuff because there is... Yeah the animated features and stuff coming out of netflix so you know i completely agree with you it's kind of lost in the source of what is netflix but they yeah. certainly should push i think these bingeable animated shows just for me and you as animated yeah. men yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, let us let us represent for our people yeah the animated people yeah. so anyway on that <laughs> on that note we are talking about pluto animated netflix anime specifically i guess not just like animated um show which i'll do a quick synopsis not as good as chris i'm not as seamless as chris you know he's got the presenting down to a t i on the other hand I'm all over the place but the synopsis you better of it think you are oh, oh, thank no, you i'm blushing no. Um, Pluto takes place in a future where humans and artificial intelligence robots live together. It starts off with a mystery when one of the world's seven greatest AI robots is murdered. Shortly after, a leading AI rights human advocate is murdered also. That's Internet Mover Database's uh, synopsis. And I'm going to expand on that (laughs) by saying that it follows our detective Gazette a German artificial intelligence robot discovering... I've got to stop saying that. AI. A German uh, AI robot investigating these murders across the world. And we discover that there's an interlinking mystery of sort of like a serial killer, I guess, of robots and advocates slash designers of robots where each one of them are left in a pose with horns attached to their heads. Quite you know, explicit murders. They are quite um, horror-esque yeah, with for, their death. Yeah, for machines. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. And what we see is that the robots are getting killed because they are the seven greatest robots that have ever been created, one of which is Gazit himself. And he realizes that he will also be a target of whatever is murdering off the other yeah. robots and creators slash advocates. Um, I feel like that's a good synopsis right uh, do you do you think there's anything to add before we get into spoilers <laughs> no i mean it, it sort of summarizes it pretty yeah. succinctly it's, it's I, a mystery i think it's that's the thing it's a murder mystery well, it's a murder mystery that expands to a lot more you know it, it yeah it i mean like every good story it sort of starts out as one thing and it mm. lets the story and the characters and things drive it into something else so what did you, jumping into it then, I guess, without spoilers, and then we'll go into spoilers. Dive. What were your, did you enjoy, I guess, the broad strokes of Pluto? What were your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think uh, in terms of the the actual story itself and the, the world that they, they set it in, um, you know, 
jumping very far back to our Christmas review or New Year review and things like that, and mm. things that disappointed us. This was the the peak of where you show how you can combine the human world and the robot world, and then in juxtaposition to that, you've got the creator that didn't deliver on that. And the second you said the human world and robot world, I went, oh my God, he's going to mention the creator again. I have to, I have to. I won't forgive that. And it's just recently come out, so I feel like it's all come back afresh again for me. But yeah, if you got Disney Plus, they're shoving it down your throat. Yeah, that's for sure. I know yes. it was bad enough the first time, and but I think this executes it really well, and it makes it feel, to quote our own word, seamless. And mm. you don't see and you don't feel, and I, I think that's the benefit of animation is there's no jarring visuals between the real life and the animated or the CGI or whatever. So mm. that that's why I've always been such a proponent of animation is because if you've got it all animated, you've got one art palette, you know, so yeah, 100%. you can create the world as you see fit and you buy mm -hmm. into it because it's all the same. So nothing sort of takes mm -hmm. away from the eye and you can yeah, be as dynamic as and whatever you want. But I, I think this executes it really well. And whilst Blue-Eyed Samurai, to jump back again, that, that had its own very distinct style, this fell into very much more your traditional anime-esque yeah. tropes. 100%. But yeah. was done so well and had just such crisp visuals. Nothing was lost Stunning. in clarity. And mm. I, yeah, I just think what they did with the story and the narrative and the characters particularly just was executed so well. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think I found like it really good because I remember telling everybody this is amazing. Like you've yeah. got to watch this, and like I found episode one in particular. I just feel like that episode was such an amazing place to start the show. You have this like vicious murder of this like robot that seems to us as this like lovely, caring. Yeah. Of like nature in Mont Blanc, one of the seven robots. Yeah, he's killed in this way that his head is left decapitated with two like rods sticking out of it to create horns, and it's such a stark opening. You're like Jesus, like yeah. the hell is going on? And <clears throat> the episode progresses as this like big sort of like somber note to the beginning, and there's a lot of rush from Gazit trying to figure stuff out. And the thing that caught me, and it really made me like, I'm not going to lie, it was beautiful in terms of its animation, but also very emotionally, I found it quite uh, touching. And I did, I got welled up. It touched me, you know? Oh, I yeah. Always... Yeah. I mean, that was something I was going to say. What you call it? The, uh, is it um, Mark V? Is that the robot who he wants to just learn to play the, the piano? The, the musician, yeah. The pianist, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, it's almost that, like it... that was one of the standout episodes. Oh, it's. It's like its own little story within yeah. this big story where you have this robot who just wants to learn how to be a, a, a musician, a composer, and he's been sent to take care of this guy who's blind, a composer who can't, you know, see anymore. He's really aggressive towards I wanna to find out the right name for that robot because I don't think it is Mark V, but it's something like that. And um North number two, that's it. North number two. And he like North number two just wants to learn how to be Mark five, but North number two just wants to learn how to play the piano, be a composer. And they have this really emotional progression over what I think must be weeks and weeks. And eventually because, you know, he has the ability of a robot's mind yeah. to 
hear him in his sleep, put these things together, create the piece of music the composer isn't able to, and then triggers his memory. And it's like music having such a connection to people's memory. It was beautiful. And then he gets killed by yeah. Pluto. You're just like uh, the the robot that is. You're just like heartbroken by the end of that story. Yeah. And I just thought it was such a good start. Um, my thing, I guess, I would say is I'm not a regular anime watcher. Um, I'm not sure if you are as much as like I know friends of mine who are massive anime watchers, and I think who would love this show. Yeah. I think by the latter parts of the show, which we can get into in terms of spoilers, etc. I'm not used to anime shows having so many characters, connective threads, new plot points latter in. And this is, it's probably very regular for like these shows to be like that. By the yeah. latter half of the show, I think a momentum was kind of lost a bit. How did you feel towards it? I mean, I'll jump to your first question about the, the anime. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have watched labyrinthian amounts of anime, but at the same time, mm -hmm. In its very nature, there are a lot of shows that do sort of follow this sort of um, design in the sense that there's so many characters, some of them interlink, some of them don't interlink. And anime is one of those things that it can be both really accessible and then really, really daunting and inaccessible because, yeah, you know, for, for, particularly like, say, the long standing ones. I mean, I, I watched Naruto, loved Naruto, loved watching Naruto mm. Shippuden. I haven't started watching Boruto, which is the the subsequent obviously something series. you eat <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> my burrito no it's uh about, it's about his son and his uh, naruto's son and oh afterwards. so there's but, another spin-off of it yeah i mean it's basically this is why they are daunting that's yeah. so much but then you've got that's something like so one piece much. one piece yeah I, I, I don't even know where to begin it's so there's so many episodes and it's so deep mm -hmm. like uh -huh. it's it's almost a, a huge undertaking just to jump into it and, I agree. But whereas uh, Pluto, despite the fact that what really surprised me was how long the episodes were, they were each about an hour. Yeah, and yeah. There's only ep eight episodes, so you've got eight hours mm -hmm. of, of this story and the, the characters and things. And I, I did feel that there was a midway point where yeah. it did sort of slow down. You're like, okay, we're kind of meandering a little bit because I felt like mm. they were just stretching it out to get another couple episodes in. Where they could have I, just been, I do feel that they could have just cut it a little bit, and they went a little bit too deep down onto some of the, I guess the not necessarily the backstory, but some of the the history that they'd already retapped on, you know, particularly with yeah. the the war and and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just think if you kind of you cut that, you could have maybe I would. It's difficult to say cut down a whole episode, but mm. you could have made them a, a touch shorter per se yeah i think so because it, it, was, it, it was great yeah it was great um and i, I wouldn't say it was self-indulgent with its time because i do know no, for no, the no, most no. part they earned the runtime that they had yeah um yeah because I feel they didn't sacrifice the sort of tenderer moments like the ep like the episode with north uh, uh north Mar uh why do we north number two <laughs> north Jesus. number two sorry they're so back five back five um <laughs> But they didn't lose those somber moments where he was just tenderly sort of like playing with the piano strokes and then oh, the musician mate, yeah. comes in and he's like, "What? you shouldn't be touching that, this, that, and the other. Um, and, you know, there were, there were scenes that that were just so bleak. 
uh, oh, and just really yeah. depressing. Like for for me being the dog lover that I am and the dog owner that I am, the 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 robot doggy, you know, where he's trying to fix it. Uh, the, the the professor in the latest episodes is trying to fix it and it's not working. They have to basically turn it off because yeah. it's just trying yeah. to fulfill its its job. It's just it it was very oh, heartbreaking and there was a lot of little tender sad. moments like that that were just it's, brutal. I do think you are right that it <laughs> it broke me. I do <laughs> think it boy. it did actually at points it did really like and especially when you get into the crooks of so to go into the spoilers we discover that like the seven robots are being killed off by another robot called Pluto um and what we find is linking all seven of these is not only are they the greatest robots in the world six of them had taken part of a conflict in the middle east um in persia um yeah uh and it was pushed forward by the united states of trojan um you know clearly allegories for things in our actual world i've never heard of anything like that before yeah yeah and um the pluto is the creation of a scientist from persia whose son is killed in that conflict yeah. but he takes consciousness and puts it in to the robot that is pluto and that anger and rage is that goes on this killing spree yeah. um there's a lot more it turns out that there is a super weapon another robot that is going to essentially destroy the world and we also this is the bit that i started to be like i uh the the ending bit was the bit i was like this is a lot of bits to so it turns out that there was never any so why they invaded persia was they thought there was going to be uh weapons of mass i mean robots of mass destruction and they were like we need to deal with that we're going to go in there and we're going to destroy all these robots turns out there was never any robots there was never a plan to do that and what they were actually trying to do was to create like a garden of eden within i guess Persia, an oasis where they could turn desert into greens and feed yeah. their nation. But the United States of Trojan did this purposely. They wanted this war. And it turns out that the the president is being manipulated by a robot bear. Uh, and <laughs> like, that is what happened. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. As you do. Who, classic, evil bears, you know, that's what they do. Um, now, Base, and there's a super weapon that the robot bear wants to release upon the world and destroy the world. So robots are left, I think, or yeah. just so it, they stop that from happening, basically. But where this is, there's a lot of stuff I feel I got a bit lost in the source was that this is um, there's great stuff here and it is fantastic. And some of those emotional breaking points are actually in the war. Yeah. And when you're flashing back, there's a great point where you have, I believe it's. Brando, Mont Blanc, and Hercules. Yeah, and they're what they're looking out. So, three of the seven greatest robots. They're looking out on this sea of destruction and death, and the Mont Blanc is basically got PTSD, and yeah. he's a robot that's like yeah. having a breakdown. And there's the other one that's constantly washing its hands. Yeah, because it can't get. Oh, it's that is soul destroying. Phil, the bit that got lost in the source for me was that so the 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 little AI. Um, bear is actually in astro boy so this this show is loosely based on on a two-part um yeah uh, uh, episode of astro boy called the world's greatest robot yes and they've 
they spin that off. But the little bear is meant to be the villain in Astro Boy. Yes. And I did not know that. I was like, what the hell is that bear doing there? Like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> see, see, I, I, watching it, when they first introduced Atom, I was like, well, yes. that, that reminds me a lot of Astro Boy. So I Googled it. And then I was like, yeah. oh, it is a mature retelling of the we did that story. Same thing. And yeah. I was like, okay, so I'm in. I'm, I, it makes sense now. I get it. And because the, the professor, professor, because I, I watched the cartoon of Astro Boy. So I yeah, knew me Professor too. Tenma yeah, and yeah. all those sort of things. Yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, all right, I get it. Yeah, 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 sure. I'm on board. I, I, I figured it out. You know, I figured out the obvious that anyone else who probably knew the story already knew. But <laughs> we did the same thing, don't yeah. worry. I was like, that weirdly looks like Professor Temba. And that also is weirdly like Astro Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was and so confused. Astro Boy is a is a great anime unto itself. Yeah, it's amazing. Um and so, mm. you know, having a mature retelling all in for it. I thought it was great. But I didn't realise the little bear was no, no, meant I to be. Know. I was completely lost when the bear and it turned out the bear had been telling the president what to do the whole time i felt like that was do you know when we're talking about you know there's a lot of like um freds and yeah. there's a lot of like plot points a lot of characters that bear was introduced like i think the penultimate episode yeah. and it kind of came left field i thought it maybe would have made sense that it's just the president who's a real piece of shit and was planning all of this and was pulling all the strings, but it was actually the bear and the why the bear, like, I don't know. It just got very confusing for me at the end. Like from what I I recall, the bear wanted to get rid of the seven greatest robots so that they could not stop him from blowing up the planet essentially. And yeah, got Pluto a little, got a little saucy towards the end there. Yeah, I just got. I was like, "What? Where's the?" And then the 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 little knight that had been talking to Gazette the whole time, which was great. Yeah. The first robot who killed somebody, a human, he goes and kills the bear. And I was like, "Why? I don't understand." <laughs> I was like, "Why is he killing the bear?" So yeah. the bear bit. Brow fifteen eighty nine. That one. That I I That's, thought. Yeah, yeah. That I thought that was. Oh, that was a great. cool character because that was very much like yeah. robot Hannibal Lecter. You know, go yes. visit the inmate. And yeah. he'll help Gazik or the uh, Clarice Starling, you know, get, yes. to, get to the, yes. like, you know, the truth all along. You've just got to use your detective skills to yeah. get to put the those conclusion. pieces together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I liked that as well. <laughs> I think actually to, to move away from the source bit at the end, because I don't think it's a bad ending at all. I, I just think it's very confusing and maybe rewatching it would make more sense. And yeah. maybe that's a good thing about multiple characters. There's a, there's a rewatch value to Pluto. Yes. Cause on the second watch, I'll probably be like, Oh, I get this. I think the themes of Pluto are like outstanding. You know, the, the, with that uh, robot, what was the night called again? Sorry. Braun, uh, Braun 1589. Braun. Yeah. Braun's whole like bit about like like him talking about Gazit knowing because Gazit's story is like really powerful as well. His child being killed, him like then taking somebody's life for doing that. I like yeah, that, that it's was... this whole sort of bl Blade Runner iRobot themes. Yeah. You touched upon Hannibal Lecter being touched upon there as well. I like that there's broad themes in terms of like our society as well. There's clearly allegories for the Iraq war and the middle east and yeah. western intervention in the area um 
you know, yeah, I guess what were your thoughts on the themes as well and, and, and it's how they intertwined into the story? Okay, yeah. So, um, I mean, themes-wise, I think I, I'd agree with you in, entirely. I think um, a lot of the allegories for previous and, I guess, current conflicts in the real mm. world were very, very poignant. Um, I think... Uh, a lot of the character-driven story, particularly, say, like Gazik and his family, was just heartbreaking. Um, yeah. And I, I think the other thing with it was that it was his self-discovery of that, which was also just adding so much to it because he doesn't have that to begin with. You know, the the outset of the show, he's he's been wiped. You know, he's got no memory of of, of this whole trauma. And... Mm you go with him on that journey of rediscovery mm. and that reawakening of the trauma and realizing that he actually killed someone because of it. And, you know, it, it, it takes the, the, the concept of death and how artificial intelligence can sort of handle those things. What is a soul? Is it exclusive to oh, humans? Yeah. The morality of just murder or everything like that the, the just the what are morals just everything in that sort of concept mm. was just so well executed in the show and I, I think that there's such broad topics to sort of tackle and i think putting it in behind sort of the guise of ai mm. and and robots and even a detective to that degree because he was very much a character that was kind of built to be a robot no pun intended mm. you know he was a detective for Europol, um, and he was very much by the book. Yes, he was designed to be that way, but it's how he utilized that to sort of show more of his personality. Mm. There was so much to the characters in this, and I, I'm waffling to get to my point, but I think generally speaking... Waffle away, waffle <laughs> away. I love a good waffle. They, <laughs> I, I think they really tackled some very poignant subject matters in mm. this, and they did it with robots and flying monsters and all sorts of wackiness and it, it still resonated. So I, mm, I think I, they executed that really well. I think so. And it's great. You, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like half of like, um, my studies was waffling. So don't be too, don't be too <laughs> like, uh, and I feel like that's a lot of critical analysis is waffling a lot of the time, because I feel like you could, cause it's story alone could be its own sort of analysis as you say on like morals of capital punishment and like could you an eye for an eye yeah you know but then what also, is a conventional I guess, family you know that was a big thing what, what is, is a conventional, conventional yeah, yeah yeah what's conventional that's a great point as well and then also i guess the idea of a, a really good point that he is he is a robot he's been designed to do a job but he's built a life around that job. He's built a partnership yeah. and and they themselves adopt a child and then that's taken away from them and it completely breaks Gazette. It changes him yeah. completely to the point where they have to reset him as a, as a person, essentially. Yeah. And that, again, that idea of soul your memories being a part of you, does that make you who you are? That's yeah. very something Blade Runner touches upon as well. All those memories will be lost. You know, like him being reset like that. They've been taken from him 
and changed who he was. Yeah. You know, and it's such an emotional story. And especially and what, for me, actually, it's, it, again, one of yeah. the things that broke me was when Gazette dies. Yes. Like that. Oh, my In God. such an unceremonious way as well. It's, yeah. Just shot yeah. down in the street by a child robot. Yeah. Like and that. I, one thing I just wanted to jump up. on is you brought on yeah. the subject Go matter ahead. of um, being reset and being mm. the robot. And I can imagine there's many people out there who would kind of welcome that to sort of get away from the grief of it. Yeah. And it, and it kind of shows that that's not how you handle your grief. You can't just erase it and just get rid of it because it's going to come back again. Or man, another fantastic point today, man. Like yeah. I, I think the waffling is paying you off today. Like <laughs> I waffled to get a, to like... my points. I waffled to get, <laughs> I told well, you, mate, half of, 90% of academia, people waffling. I'm telling you now. I've having been studied in it and now working in like around academics. I'm not gonna name names at my work because there might be people listening. <laughs> Probably not. But like Jesus. I'm like, you could have said that in like a sentence, man. Um, but like it's so true. Like grief. We've all dealt with grief. Like we've all as people dealt with grief. And we all do think, I just want to forget or I just want to like stop remembering that. I mean, there's been plenty of examples of different shows that have dealt with that. Yeah. I mean, a comedy one that we both love um, we're in their fourth reboot, I think, or fourth renewal of their series. Uh, Futurama did that going, yeah. when Leela thought that Fry had died, that she disconnected all of her brain. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, they did it in a comedic way. But I feel like for a show that, as you rightly pointed out, is like, what, eight hours at most? Yeah. Um, they do that in such a great way. You know, they explore Gazette in such a great way. Yeah, I yeah. mean, all, all the characters had... Um, I mean, Atom, just the, the family oh, dynamic Atom, there. Yeah. And, and Tobio. Him and Tobio. Dr. Tenma's sordid past in terms of how he he created adam to be the surrogate for his 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 past child and and then he hated him basically. yeah and then he just resented yeah. him for it you know because you can't replicate something like that the things you lost yeah you and, know. and you, have, oh, you have to handle it you have to be able to grieve that i might rewatch pluto now i know talking yeah. about i'm like god damn this is so you good have to experience grief and it's it's very much about sort of getting not necessarily getting over your traumas, but acknowledging them, facing them head on. And mm. it was only after he, he did that, that he could kind of acknowledge who and what Atom was. And he was, a, it was a son to him, but he wasn't the same son. No. And he had to realize that he couldn't be the same father to, to Atom as he was to Tobio. And he realized the, you know, the harshness of it was he had to realize too late that, the way he was dealing with things with Tobio, he couldn't replicate with Adam and they weren't the best course of action for him. And it's, yeah, there's so much depth to this. So heartbreaking. Yeah. It's so heartbreaking. The more we're talking about the it, the more you like, recap it. Yeah. It's like, woof. The more that I'm like, oh my God, there's so much. And now I'm. And you're not even getting into like, the, 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 the villain of it. You know? Yeah, I know. All about I know. And he, he's the same. Yeah. He's the same. Like, they just wanted to, like, well, I guess there is a murkiness in terms of Persia's intent, but because they were, it was a dictator who isn't not a great guy, yeah. not a great guy. But the scientist 
is trying to create something of was it it was he's trying to grow a garden in persia essentially yeah. using ai to help him do that and then the united states of trojan gets involved destroys and when he sees his son dead yeah and he has a total breakdown and his then and i was just about to say the seven robots we haven't even talked about epsilon either who's an, um, again an amazing example yeah. yeah there's so much to this all of them like well, not all of them, but there's a lot of dealing with PTSD and grief and your loss. Yeah. Mont Blanc clearly could not cope with war, so he forced himself into nature, yeah. you know, trying to be a good person there. Gazette, obviously, dealing with the death of his child. Um, Epsilon is trying to just recreate a family around him by adopting children. Hercules and Brando are trying to re recreate the glory days of being warriors and when one of them dies the other seeks anger and vengeance yeah. against pluto and the same with pluto itself it's all about like wanting vengeance for grief and different ways of dealing yeah with it. And, well, and not healthy ways yeah you know? so, something that's really actually just struck me as we were talking about it is dr tenma and professor abula who was the, mm. the villain of this this, this show is mm. they're very mirror images in terms of how they both create recreated their sons but for two very different reasons mm. and it shows the complete opposite spectrum you know professor abula brought his son back but fested all of his hate anger and rage mm. into making this a killing machine to exact his mm. vengeance he totally lost sight that he actually had some form of his son back and didn't care about how that left the lasting message of how his son was nor the treatment of how his son experienced because as you go through the show you realize that he's in just a constant state of misery and anger. pain pain yeah. he doesn't want to be there he doesn't want to do this no. and the ending was actually a mercy to him at the end whilst on yeah. the other spectrum you've got tenma who can't appreciate the fact that he's he's created new life whilst yes it may look like his son he's got to move on from that it, it, they're, they're two different sides of the same that's coin. such a great analysis that is such a great analysis i completely agree with you that they are just like and now we're talking about it more because he brings temma helps him create pluto essentially doesn't he? yeah yeah and it's like they are two of the same thing it's just they can't accept the loss obviously in very different circumstances but they just cannot can't reconcile their grief they cannot reconcile their grief and all of this carnage and death is all because of grief and yeah. and some of it is like injustice as well you know the war and ego is an ego they you know his project he couldn't let go of that project um and it, it is so true that the, and then it's so fitting that atom is reborn because atom is killed by pluto yeah. but reborn again through using gazette and his uh uh mind yeah. to essentially allow a hard reboot of atom it's so fitting that it's atom and pluto at the end to come together to defeat um abula sorry i forgot his name again oh, yeah abula and it, it's so fitting that the two children, because that's what they are, they're the children, even though they're robots, they're the children of these great professors are the ones to finish this together. Yeah. And Pluto being the last to sacrifice himself. 
um, to this whole situation. And then the ending with Atom just in the snow looking up and like crying. Is it yeah. snow? I think. And But he's crying and he's like, can we ever get to a point where it's not like this? And I don't think he's talking... I mean, obviously, artificial intelligence is something we are very much in the midst of understanding ourselves right now. Very topical as well. But I think yeah. that's also a question for us as as humanity. Can we get to a point where we don't hate each other? And like, can we deal with grief? Can we progress and not like have what... I guess because it is allegories for Iraq, the Middle East, and other things that have taken place. Can we just not live in this world where we hate each other like that? That's what I really felt at the end. <laughs> yeah, well, clearly not at the moment. You know, we, we well, are... We're, we're in the worst state we've been for a long time, and it's... Yeah, it's things like I this. One person say to me, "Oh, isn't it the most peaceful time?" I'm gonna slap yeah. the fucking. Sh Honestly, I've had that told to me like four or five times. Every time I'm like, "God, things are really bad at the moment." People are like, "Oh, it's really good. It's really good." Wow. Okay. Blinkly. Yeah. It's a, aren't, aren't we living living in the most peaceful time of history? I'm like, that. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut. Shut the fuck up. Damn damn fools yeah. fools i get what they're saying but they're wrong they're yeah. totally wrong <laughs> yeah but i mean no you are right it's so yeah you are right. I mean, is that is that not the deeper question can we mm. i i mean the oh, the harshest God. part it's is such a good ending can, can you can you move on from history you know or are we just constantly doomed to repeat it and that evidence would prove Over that we are doomed to repeat we it. aren't yeah we, we just Both learn is... new ways to repeat the same thing and I guess applying that to the show, not only are they doomed to repeat it as societies, but as individuals. Yeah. Like as as individuals like Temma, are we just doomed to repeat the same thing yeah. and not deal with our grief or not or not deal with our hatred for one another over what? Our different look or religion or whatever it is. Just can't we move past that? And I just feel the show did a really good job of posing that question to us. I just, my only criticism of the show is the bear. I just really <laughs> bloody didn't get, I just, I really didn't get the bear. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just because, to, as we said, despite the fact there was flying robots and it was a totally farcical world and things like that, it was relatively grounded. And then the bear kind of just tipped that a little bit. And it was just a bit left field you know, for, for all the craziness that they had going on. And everything was in the contents of the show. It felt grounded and realistic. Yeah. And yes, it felt in the keeping. rules of the universe had been applied. Yeah. And then yeah. the bear kind of just took that a bit left field. Very, very <laughs> much at the end. So I, I agree. Yeah. With you. It was a bit like, oh, I thought oh, the president the was like, I thought the president was having like a breakdown. Yeah. And the bear was like his like psychosis. But then it turned out the bear was actually the bear a robot. Was, the bear and I was, was real, like, yeah. I was like, what? Like, what bad, is the bad, bear doing? Bad bear. Bad bear. But you're not a bad bear, are you, Chewie? <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants to be um, in this episode today. And do you know what? I'm going to allow it. As the host, <laughs> allow I'm allowing it. <laughs> um, do you have, I guess, you know, because I don't want to, I don't want, we could be here for a very long time going yeah. through all of it. I really don't think you have, like, create such a good discussion on the philosophical ideas within the show honestly stuff that i hadn't even thought about i was going to come and talk about like you know i robot sort of like the rule rules of being robotics yeah. you know like but you've gone into it, it and expanded my mind even more i'm going to leave this with the tim and eric <laughs>
<laughs> but is there any final thoughts, I guess, before we jump off? Because I don't want to labor this one too much. I want people to go watch this. Because yeah, unlike, be unlike Blue Eye Samurai, which I've had great feedback of people going, I watched it. It's great. Whenever I say go watch Pluto, people are like, oh, okay, I might watch it. It's what I mean like, about no, anime. It. It, it, like, anime can be really... It just, it just feels very inapproachable at sometimes because mm. it, it, it's it's an art form unto itself and they like anime's kind of always got its own rules you know so mm. at the end you have a crazy robot bear you know and that's <laughs> yeah. just, and there's no questions asked no and that's and there's no, no questions, questions asked, asked apart from us and that's normally the sort of thing that happens in an anime so yeah. it, it it can be really jarring and it can be quite imposing to jump in so i, I guess Typically, Western animation is far more accessible and a little bit easier to consume. It's not been mm. the case lately for a lot of the highbrow projects, but mm-hmm. I, I think <laughs> I, I think the mindset <laughs> is still there. And yeah. I, I think, yeah, anime can just be quite a hard thing to jump into unless it's Dragon Ball Z. Mm. Do you know what? Jump into I... shade on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I was about to say, I... I was trying to watch Dragon Ball Z, but then somebody told me to watch on YouTube a like abridged version of Dragon Ball Z, which is which is apparently ah! just... well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it is quite funny uh, because it changes the characters and like the main guy. God, I, people who Goku. love anime are going to be like absolutely seething that I'm like <laughs> the main guy. <laughs> Even I know if someone was. If Simone was on this episode, she'd be like, fuck it. Right. <laughs> she likes Dragon Ball Z. She'd be like, oh my God. So Goku, like, they turn him into like a jock idiot moron who like is just the dumbest guy who just cares about eating food. And for he doesn't understand that no, people have a vengeance this. against him. He has no <laughs> idea. Love it. <laughs> it's quite good. I'll find the name and, and um I'll send it to you. It's quite good. But yeah, I, I agree. It is it is daunting, but this show is not. Even no, though it is a in. expansion of uh uh Astro Boy, yeah. I don't think you need to know. The bear is weird, just prepare for the bear, but everything else is not, and it it totally makes sense. And you don't need to know about Astro Boy. 100%. It just actually was a nice thing that I ended up reading about afterwards. And yeah. I was like, oh, great, cool. This is cool. You know, it's linked nice. to Astro Boy. Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree. It's only because I saw the connections that I was like, oh, that that, that yeah. reminds me of Adam Boy. Uh, I don't Boy. even think the end is the same. I think it just has similar beats. No, I, I like, think it's very much just yeah. influenced on it. And then they sort of run yeah, the yeah. story. Yeah. So do you have any final thoughts, I guess, on... Just go watch it. Just go watch it. I would really recommend it to watch it. Um, And if you don't come away with some deeper thoughts, then you're a shell of a human being and go away now. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I agree. I think you should go watch this. I think think now having re-talked about it, it's ignited a spark again for how much I love this show. Because I think when I finished it, we went straight into it. It's been a while. We watched it last, well into last year, maybe even November. And um, we then straight went into Blue Eye Samurai. And then we also then watched Scott Pilgrim. So I think it kind of got lost in my animated run. And now talking to you about it, 
having this great philosophical discussion, I'm like, yeah, fucking hell, that was such a good show. Yeah. And it's just the like ending sort of bear thing that kind of threw me. <laughs> but even after the bear, once the bear's gone, because it's not there long, once the bear's gone, Don't the show me. actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it, it does just click so yeah please do watch it i think it's yeah. fantastic uh and obviously continue to listen to us like we have yes. lots of episodes available broadly, to listen to broadly. right now where would you put oh, it on shit, the broad yeah god where's chris <laughs> where's chris on the broadly spectrum i say it's broadly fantastic actually i think it's broadly yeah, great I, I broadly great to fantastic i, I, I give it five agree. strange bears out of five strange bears I like that. I will do the same. I am a <laughs> five strange bears kind of guy. But I think it is broadly fantastic. Yeah. Like it, even with the weird bear, I think that is a blip. And I, I actually think re-watching it, it will probably make more sense. Yes. I think just watching it the first time, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Whereas I think a second time, I'll be like, oh yeah, cool. That makes yeah. sense. It's certainly not a show you want to watch with your phone out. You've got to consume it. You've no, to, not even a little bit. Put it down. Yeah. Yeah, put it down. It's not a bingeable like I actually would also say it is bingeable in a week, but you probably want to do like an episode a night, I would say, just to let it breathe a little bit. Yeah. And like contemplate what you've just seen. But then again saying that, I had a day off work and I watched five episodes in one day. Yeah, me so. too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it over a weekend. It was so good. Yeah. Um yeah. Great. Awesome. I really enjoyed that. And I hope you did too, Toby. I did indeed. Good, good. I'd love if you went, that was shit. That was terrible. <laughs> what am I doing here? And I hope you listeners also enjoyed at home or wherever you listen. You might be on your bike, but don't wear Bose he headphones. That's very dangerous. But yeah, thank you for listening. You can find all the other episodes that we have on any of the podcast platforms that you listen to your podcasts on. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, we have a wide range of different subjects and we're also on the amazing UK Film Review which you can listen to any of our episodes there and the rest of the gang and hopefully soon we'll be having a crossover with our friends at Gay Actually to discuss the Oscars and possible snubs that we're all very shocked by and maybe people missing the point of a film that came out this year but you know we'll save that for then but uh, do make sure to listen to us there like follow, comment, all that jazz. But as always, it's a pleasure. Thank you from me, and it's thank you from Toby. Bye-bye. I won't say thank <laughs> you. I'm, I'm going to go, bye-bye. It's always you give a me pleasure, a Q guys, and I'll also. throw it out. Yeah, I'll throw it. I'll ruin it. I'll ruin it. <laughs> you blew it. You blew it. You blew it. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See you guys. Bye.